The treatment of Joyce Echequan, recorded on her phone as she languished in a Quebec hospital bed, sparked national outcry about anti-Indigenous racism in the healthcare sector. Now a coroner's report has found that racism, in fact, played a role in her death. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. Montreal Gazette columnist Alison Haynes joins me to discuss the findings of the report, how it highlights long-standing issues in Quebec, and how the Premier's response could stall efforts to address them. Don't forget you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'd love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. Allison, while the case of Joyce Eshaquan is familiar to many in Canada, for those who don't know, if you can give us a bit of background, who was she and how did she die? So Joyce Ashaquan is a Atikamuk woman from Manawan, Quebec, which is uh, in, in central Quebec, about an hour or two east of Montreal. She was a 37-year-old mother of seven, a wife, a daughter, a friend, and she had a lot of health problems. And she went to the hospital in Joliet last September, complaining of severe stomach pain. And two days later, she was dead. And her death, she was an Indigenous woman, and the hospital didn't take her complaint seriously. And Ms. Eshwan's legacy is that she took a video, a Facebook Live video, of the treatment she was getting in hospital. And basically, it showed her being racially abused and insulted by two staff members who were supposed to be caring for her. And this video was basically like a George Floyd moment for Quebec. It showed unacceptable and disgusting treatment of an Indigenous person in a hospital, not just not taking them seriously, Mm -hmm. which also happened, but also being taunted and mocked basically on her deathbed. Had she not had the wherewithal to get her phone while she was in pain and suffering in the hospital and record these awful moments, we may not have known about her case right? We wouldn't have known and we wouldn't have believed and we wouldn't have seen what actually happens inside institutions, how Indigenous people are treated. I think that was the thing. And and not only did she have the wherewithal and the courage to try to record and broadcast what was happening to her, there was a point at which the nurses were trying to take her phone and, and erase what she'd done. But Mm-hmm. managed not to be able to do that. That came out in the coroner's inquest that was released this week. But yeah, she had the amazing courage to actually show the horrible treatment she was getting, not just in terms of the medical staff not doing the right things, but actually verbally abusing her. I do want to talk about the coroner's report, as you mentioned, but before we get to that, what was your recollection of the incident at the time, the reaction in Quebec, how her death and her treatment was discussed at the time. Everyone was shocked and horrified. How can, how can you not be a person who is on their deathbed 
being insulted in the hospital. And it was taken very seriously at the time. I mean, remember, this was only a few months after George Floyd's death. And, and that had reverberations across North America, including in Quebec. We had protests here. Mm-hmm. I believe Premier Legault reacted to that here, saying how shocking it was to see. And so the reaction was immediate and the parallels between the two cases were immediate. One was obviously George Floyd died was murdered by police officers. George Eshquan died in a hospital where, you know, you would expect to be treated with compassion and dignity. So there were immediately protests, vigils. There was an apology from Premier Legault. There were moments of silence. There were all the things that you would expect from something so shocking happening. It was it was a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. But from day one, Premier Legault has always denied that this is a case of systemic racism. He said, this is racism, and we need to deal with it, but not systemic. And that debate is ongoing in Quebec. As you mentioned, the much-anticipated report from the coroner was released this week. What were the key findings in the coroner's report? Well, the coroner's report found that Joyce Eshquan, her death was preventable, it was ruled accidental. No one tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. But from beginning to end, her treatment in hospital was basically a, a textbook case of systemic racism. You, The coroner found that it wasn't just the horrifying video of them saying awful things to her. She was kind of labeled as a drug user, even though she was not. And they had her in restraints. They had her in isolation. The doctors that saw her weren't taking her complaints about abdominal pain seriously. They basically dismissed her as a junkie and withdrawal just there to try to get drugs. And there were a few staff members who were compassionate, a, a young nursing student who was kind of left in charge of her, but she was very much kind of dismissed, put in a room by herself, put in restraints, left alone. At a certain point, the insults happened, and then the next thing, she was unresponsive and rushed to the resuscitation room, and then she was gone. So the coroner's report made a whole bunch of recommendations about sensitivity training, different steps that can be put in place in the local hospital network. But also, the first finding of a report is that this is systemic racism, and it needs to be addressed as such in Quebec and in in the health system. I will say this is not the first report to find systemic racism in Quebec's institutions. There was a three-year exercise called the Viant Inquiry that looked at how Indigenous people are treated in all of Quebec's different public services, from policing to education to healthcare. And that also identified systemic racism as a problem. So the coroner, Jehan Kamal, Her finding echoed this. She says it was a case in point and that this is something that needs to be addressed, that it would be sad if Joyce Eshquan died in vain without this being addressed. I know that the debate around racism in Quebec has been ongoing, as you said, at least since Joyce Eshquan's death. But prior to that, what was the reaction to this report? Is it held up as a vindication of the belief that, yes, there are issues with systemic racism in Quebec? Or are there people in the province who are saying, well, we still can't call it systemic? 
Well, I'll back up a little bit. Uh, last week on the anniversary of Joyce's death on the eve of National Truth and Reconciliation Day, there were some very heated debates, very partisan debates in the National Assembly with the opposition asking questions to Premier Legault about, you know, will you finally recognize systemic racism? And the debates kind of degenerated. It wasn't anyone's finest moment in terms of the partisanship that was shown during those debates that were supposed to be a commemoration of the death of Joyce Eshaquan. So things got pretty heated. And by the end of the week, Legault also made some awkward comments about how we're not going to have a holiday for Truth and Reconciliation Day in Quebec because we need productivity. And then Coroner Kamel's report was actually released on the Friday because she found out media already had it. This was ahead of her planned press conference on Tuesday. By that point, over the weekend, there was no reaction to the report from the government. But on Monday morning, Legault put out a more conciliatory statement where he recognized his responsibility in the degeneration of the debate the week before and saying he, he takes racism seriously. And we must fight it and all those good things. So to his credit, he was trying to dial things down. But On Tuesday, after the report came out, after the coroner delivered her findings, he still insisted that there was racism in Quebec, we must fight it, but there is no systemic racism. And he literally referenced the Le Petit Robert, the dictionary, to say the word systemic means a system as a whole, a system dans son ensemble. So to him, the definition of systemic racism means that someone at the top of the management chain gave directions to deliberately be discriminatory or racist to Indigenous patients or, you know, other minority groups or other people of color. And he he still refuses to accept the findings. And like I said, there was the Vian report. There was a uh, Office de la Consultation Publique de Montréal held hearings into systemic racism and discrimination came to the same conclusions. There have been human rights tribunal decisions that have come to this conclusion. Now a coroner's report and the testimony and the stories and and examples given by Indigenous leaders, other Indigenous people, other Indigenous patients in, in the same hospital. And Legault still refuses even though he's trying to take a more conciliatory tone, he still refuses to acknowledge systemic racism exists in Quebec. For people across the country, this was kind of brought to light, possibly for the first time after the federal leaders debates during the election, when there was discussions around Quebec's secularism bill and calls of racism against the province and the way that Premier Legault reacted. But Is this a blind spot for him and many others in the political class in Quebec? And I understand, like, no one wants to come out and really admit that, oh, yeah, you know, we're we're at the top of a a racist system. But does this hurt the premier politically and show his inability to reconcile kind of the truth that's in front of him with wanting to protect the reputation of the province? I'll preface this by saying that I don't think Quebec is any more racist than anywhere else Mm -hmm. in the country or the continent. It has its problems and it has its good points, just like everywhere else. But is this a blind spot or is it a deliberate decision, a political decision? I think 
Premier Legault is a nationalist, and part of his response to the question of the debate question in the English debate was to kind of rally the troops he himself is facing election in another year. He's he's very popular and he's already sort of has plans for the lead up to the campaign, which will be in about a year's time. He had already kind of waded into the federal election saying who he thought Quebecers should vote for. He's very paternalistic sometimes in that way. And he knows very well that Quebecers do not like being criticized by people they view as outsiders, whether that's, you know, in the rest of Canada or elsewhere in the world. And they get very defensive about that. And they don't like people inside or outside Quebec saying that Bill 21 is discriminatory because it's a popular bill that a lot of people support. So I don't think Legault loses anything politically with his supporters, he kind of speaks for a silent majority, conservative-minded voters. Uh, his A lot of his support is in the regions where there isn't a lot of diversity. A lot of his support is in suburban areas that don't have as much diversity. So he positions himself to speak for, you know, Monsieur et Madame Tout le Monde in Quebec. And his reasons for refusing to acknowledge the systemic nature of racism because he feels like this is putting a label on all Quebecers and, and it's counterproductive and that they that we can't have this debate about what to do about it. We should just try to solve racism. We shouldn't have a debate about what to do with him. I don't think it hurts him politically with his base, but I do think he he's missing an opportunity to bring real reconciliation because this is a sticking point for Indigenous and minority groups in Quebec who don't feel that they belong in Premier Legault's Quebec. And is that his take on the issue or his insistence that what's happening doesn't meet the dictionary definition of systemic? Does that prevent the province from fully addressing the issue? Like, how can people buy into the idea that the government wants to address racism in Quebec without acknowledging that there are systems in place that just are not naturally, but have have become discriminatory? It's not that... Quebec is that much different than anywhere else, mm-hmm. other than its insistence that this has really become a very politicized, polarizing issue. But I think it does impede being able to address it because, in his definition, it's top-down marching orders to be discriminatory or racist, which I don't think is the case. I don't think it's the case in a hospital or in the police force or anywhere that they're saying go out there and do discriminatory things. But that's the thing about systemic discrimination. If he's so focused on the word systemic, but the definition that the coroner used is a, is a much longer one that talks about unconscious biases, institutional indifference, all these insidious things that are part and parcel of what systemic racism is. And I think it's very difficult to address that if you're just looking for the most egregious cases. And the other thing is, by his own definition, with his denial, he is kind of sending a top-down message that we don't need to do anything about this. He's not saying that. It's the implicit message. Well, it's not systemic, so we don't have to look at the entire system and how it operates or how it discriminates against one group or another or how it uh, stereotypes. So to be fair, they have taken a lot of measures sensitivity training and outreach programs and changing some of the management and firing some employees at at the Joliet Hospital where this happened. But 
indigenous communities and leaders and groups and individuals are saying, well, this isn't an isolated case. Mm -hmm. This is happening here. It's happening there. It's happening in child welfare system. It's happening in how the police are operating it. All these different things in the justice system. And the Vian report looked at all of these things. And two years ago, the year before Ms. Ashkwan died, almost to the day, he released a report finding, you know, 488 pages. It was looking at the treatment of indigenous people in Quebec's public services. So it was still a debate, but before it was as heated as it is now, like this has been documented. You know, does it hinge on one word? Does his commitment to wanting to address racism supersede the need to address this? That's a good question. And it seems unlikely that it's going to be able to be addressed if what racism means and how it plays out isn't examined. Well, it is an important discussion, not just in Quebec, but in Canada as a whole. Allison, thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. 10.3 is produced by Sean Knox. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Allison Haynes. More from her at MontrealGazette.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.